Hi everyone, welcome to the season finale of the Shillong Saga, the podcast presented to you by the Alumni Committee of IIM Shillong. Um, like you mentioned about using LinkedIn and uh, mm-hmm. like you said, it should not really be just a transactional networking that I message a certain senior as and when I need certain help. So what do you think are some of the habits or, you know, just some of the uh, tricks that we can, you know, apply right now, say, uh, to build a better network. Like if I'm not very, uh, I'm not a person who can post a lot of on social on LinkedIn or, you know, otherwise, then how do I go mm-hmm. about it? Because for example, in my own case, I would say that I'm not very active on LinkedIn in the sense that I do not make a lot of posts. And right. I see a lot of my friends doing that. And it's really commendable that they share their thoughts or they, you know, pen down certain ideas. So for someone who doesn't have a lot of experience or doesn't have a lot of confidence in just posting on LinkedIn about my opinions or thoughts, then how should I go about the same? I think the first thing is about um, the social consciousness. Like for most of us, if we haven't really posted anything before, so we might be really worried, okay, what if this person sees, or maybe sometimes we have social stigma, or maybe we are very introverts, we do not want, we are not into posting. And I think at some point, that's fine. No one's asking you to, you know, like post four or five times a day or like daily, and then always like, you know, just for the sake of posting, you do it. But rather it's about sharing your experience, or even about reposting. Sometimes you can like recommend some people like there are some different functions in LinkedIn. You can recommend there about their skills, but it's not just about LinkedIn. Also try to build your own portfolio. So for me, I have my own website and then I've designed it myself. I have my own blogging, which I guess no one really reads, but it's just fine because it's for my sake of writing. I want to improve my writing skill. I want to improve my uh, like uh, problem solving and then um, collating things. So that is what I use my uh, website for. So it doesn't always have to be very social that you have to share. It can also be very personal. And remember that when you're applying for companies, you don't have to share it with the world. You kind of just need to share it with them. So they can so they can kind of just see how things are because also in this kind, also in this, we live in this world where there's so much of competition and they kind of need to see, you need to bring out your talents over there because before you get the interview, you need to get shortlisted, right? So you need to show them how uh, different, um, how different you are, and what kind of uh, like uh, like the different dishes you bring forth in a plate. That's great to hear, ma'am, that you have actively kept your blog alive despite the hectic schedules that you've been a part of. So for all of those who've had a hobby, like you mentioned writing, I'm sure a lot of people, especially students in this journey across IIMs or across other B schools have had hobbies they pursued actively before coming to colleges, but may have had to compromise on them because of the deadlines or, you know, the assignments, the submissions and everything else that we are bound to complete over here. So we're not able to really make time for something that we enjoy doing. So what would you suggest that a student can do to you know make time for themselves and not let the pressure of the entire MBA you know work or the workload mm-hmm. get to them I think I've been practicing um, my first love was illustration and drawing so 
um i've been drawing for the past 15 years and for me it's become like from just okay like i and i really wanted to be an illustrator and designer which um, i think it's i'm a self taught designer right now but the point is i've been practicing for the past 15 years continuously consistently even like when th- when times were up and like you i just made time for it and i realized like as a student even as a being um i'm not alone in this when i say that most of us really procrastinate a lot so we kind of just okay i'll do it tomorrow i have a lot of work now i've done like enough work or even if you have not done any work okay, like okay i'll just do it tomorrow you're too you tired know, like, for it today we'll make time for yes. it tomorrow yeah so i think there's been a lot of excuses in i am which i've been hearing and i've been doing it myself that okay like today class was like really heavy on my head so um i'm going to just work tomorrow and because we kind of just keep delaying things we kind of never really end up making it and it's not just about hobbies but it's also about what you really want to do in life so for me i've always been interested in entrepreneurship and i've been taking part in entrepreneurship like uh, in pitching competitions since i am shillong so i've been working since 2014 and like it's competition after competition i'm just working and pitching and giving different ideas till i realized that you know i'm not really vested into even one idea and for me it was all about okay i'll do it tomorrow i was not really i was just doing it rather than you know like just being in that zone and it was until now that i realized you know like it's actually i if i keep doing this then you know we'll do end up doing this for the rest of our lives so you really need to like take charge of that and you start working on even small steps because like we might be thinking okay so we have to if we need to start a company if we if we need to do our hobby we really have to do take this whole workload but honestly it just it's just hard at the beginning so just start make some time even 15 minutes like if you're into writing or drawing or uh, like gaming takes time but <laughs> that's your hobby so uh, like even different kind of things you just kind of just segregate some kind of some time like it can be daily or it can be like maybe once in two days or three days but the thing is to show up make little progress it's not about it's not about doing it daily it's about consistency so work on that and definitely you can take out the pressure from um whatever from all the studies which you are doing hopefully i can pursue my hobby a little more actively after hearing that i just need to take a few steps and not like big right. leaps uh mama right. another thing i want to understand is that in our college or mm. otherwise also we are put in a lot of situations where we got to make a choice either we go with option a or option b but we are not very sure of the consequences of either so whenever we are stuck in such a scenario or like a dilemma where we know something for sure but you know our gut tells us to go the other way mm-hmm. then what would your advice be that should we be willing to take those risk or should we go with a more calculated decision or something that we are more sure of i think think of it mostly as what are you not going to regret so 
if you really feel like you need to do something but you will re- regret it later on you will really do it so i think the there was some option there were some um things which i had to face and i am like okay which subject should you take which is the most popular one according to the teacher yes according to the bidding and different kind of things but you kind of end up taking which you are satisfied with or something which you will really not regret i mean i've had my i've had some friends from i am who just had the books and then they kind of just studied the subjects after they finished their i am you know because we have a lot of books from i am courses which we just end up taking home so those are also one good resource but when it comes to like making hard choices you kind of just listen to your gut because this is something which like my teacher in hong kong he always uh, like says that you know like because the gut has actually instinct so listen to it and then understand what you really want and basically just not doing something that you will not regret because okay. i am yeah i am is not it's not uh, many people often say that okay this is like our two years and this is the only chance we have to getting our dream job this will be like you know this is my launch pad but honestly it's just a beginning so just don't take everything too seriously um by seriously i mean like don't be like okay if this doesn't happen this is the only thing that i'm working for so look at different options i am will always open up different options to you you look at things from different perspective so always make sure that uh, if you don't kind of get it right now is there any way you can maybe take up that subject next time or um is there any way you can take up the activity next time mom you uh, mentioned a lot of the times about what you've learned in hong kong or what your professor in hong kong mm-hmm. or what is the teaching style over there so mm-hmm. uh, what do you feel like when you went from the education in india and working in india mm-hmm. to you know a completely different country and the culture over there so like apart from the cultural differences in the people or the locals over there what do you feel is the difference in the way they think about education or the way they go about learning new things yeah i think that's a very good question because over here um, at least in our in our college um, they always support new courses and one really amazing thing which i've seen here is that they have a different they have a separate department for mental health so they re- they really focus a lot on uh, the non local students or the international students who come over and they kind of focus on giving them a homely experience but also they have they really understand that the students go through a lot like it's like over here is not just the studies but also extracurricular internship and then having different activities there's like competitions all all around the month so you so they kind of understand that with so many things with so many um work you kind of need to handle how you take the stress or how you kind of find your balance so they kind of they really profess a lot about that and that's like that's how they believe that the academic physical and the mental elements really need to go hand in hand i can only imagine because like wanting to excel in academics extra curriculars must really get to you that has been such an insightful session ma'am thank you so much for everything that you told us from being a student how you're supposed to go about your work and how you're supposed to be a person who can take all that stress in without letting it get to you i think that is something that not a lot of people speak to you about rather they just speak to you about how you're supposed to 
manage tasks but they don't really tell yes. you how you're supposed to manage yourself in these tasks as right. well right so just before we close the session i wanted to know if you have any final thoughts or parting advice to our students and anyone else listening to this podcast about the journey and by journey i just don't mean an mba journey or your two years at an iim or the you know your work after that anything that you think is most important for everyone and anyone out there to hear or like what do you feel is most important for all of us at, to inculcate at this point okay i think there are two main things which i'd like to suggest because i really practice this in my life um as well so the first thing is like do not have any regrets if you really want to do it just start right now even though it's very small but do it consistently and that will really lead to big things someday um and the second thing is this is my trick on how to understand if i'm stressed or not so whenever i'm stressed i just ask myself is the problem within my control so if if it is within my control i can definitely do it but if the but if the problem is not in my control like it depends on someone else like someone's validation or somebody's um somebody's approval that is not in my control so there's no pro- so there's no uh use of you know stressing over that fact so that is one thing which you can just ask yourself like if the problem is in in your control then like it's all in your hands and you can do it so there's no pro- so there's no use of stressing over things just that i think that is a very interesting take on how we are supposed to go about things because most of us just stress about things that are not out of our like not in our control yeah and yeah. i think half of it would just go away if we realize that this is beyond <laughs> my doing and i'm just going to leave the rest to time or fate as or whatever yes, true. whatever drives But, these situations yeah. so true, true. I think we've learned a lot today from you ma'am and we would like to thank you once again on behalf of the alumni committee of IIM Shillong for giving us your time for giving us these insights which I think will be very critical for us given the juncture we are standing at thank you so much ma'am once again for all of your time and if there's anything else you would like to say right now <laughs> thank you varsha and work really hard enjoy a lot like explore the area which you are in most of us are going to new places right so definitely like take all your time to explore work hard maintain the balance like find your purpose find your balance and it's everything is very simple with this we come to the end of the season finale of the second season of the Shillong Saga podcast presented to you by the alumni committee of IIM Shillong we would like to extend our heartfelt gratitude to all our guests and audience for giving us their immense love and response as well as time and attention thank you and see you soon again